This is a production of KMmedia.pro. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple, to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So come on over into our world. I know you'll like it, because on today's show... Hey, we're bringing this episode to you. If you're listening to this, there's a reason why you're listening to this. It's because you needed to be here. And if uh, I can be so bold as to say that your soul asked you to be here so that you can listen to our guest and we can talk about it. But first, I've got to talk to my friend, Nathan. How are you, my friend? Good afternoon, Kevin. Doing well and excited for next Friday. I hear it's going to maybe get into the 80 degree temperatures out there. Or be still my foolish heart. Are you talking about Seattle? <laughs> uh, who would have guessed, right? <laughs> it's about darn time. It is April, after all. It's going to be May soon. We're getting a lot of April showers, so I'm expecting a lot of May flowers. I am too. I am too. And I, I'm getting right now. I'm getting a lot of uh, April weeds. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> and moss and all that. Yeah, the grass indeed. is growing fast, though. It is. I got to get rid of some of that too. Yeah, get that lawnmower out. That that's that's right. Well, it's great to be here, and we're going to be on. This is the second time we're going to be on twice today on two different radio stations. We're going to be here at noon with uh, Nathan, and then we're going to be at, with Eric at three on Kixie. And uh, I've got a great great people for both shows. The Friday's kind of going to become our place where we're going to put extraordinary human beings uh, on the shows so that you can learn a lot from them. So I hope that you'll. Listen here and then go to 880 AM at three o'clock and listen there as well. And if you're listening on an HD radio, we're also on the HD three side of warm 106.9. So if you're familiar to listening to KKNW on 989 HD three, just do the same thing at 3 PM for Kixie. And that will be on 106.9 HD three. Perfect. And we're also on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter on both the positive talk side as well as the KKNW side. Would you explain how that's all working? Yeah, so it's all going well. We're going to be put in a video feed. So if you want to see our faces in addition to our voices and get a little bit more interactive with the show, you can just go to the Positive Talk Radio Facebook or YouTube and same with KKNW's Facebook or YouTube. And then for Kixie, when we have the show on their station, It'll also be in the same platforms I just mentioned, in addition to the Kixie Facebook page. We are designed to be everywhere these days, and it really is cool. And I'd like to thank uh, Hubbard and uh, and Eric and Nathan and everybody at KKNW and Kixie for having us on. It's important, these shows, I believe, and I believe that it's great that, uh, you know, I've been doing this with Positive Talk since 2003, and I'm going to continue doing it, and I'm going to have great guests like we're going to have today. Have you looked at her profile yet? Yes, I have. Aren't you impressed? There's a lot going on here. <laughs> There's a ton going on. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and introduce her. Her name is Roxanne. She's a globally recognized luminary, inspirer, celestial guide, celestial and generational earth shaman, the creator of the Illumination Retreat, which is would be a tremendously good time to go to. And she's also a podcast creator, and she does all of this, and she does it all for you. And uh, um, 
a matter of fact, during the course of the show, you'll be welcome to talk to her. If you've got some issues with yourself that you want to work to connect you and your soul and the, the energy that is all around you together to leave, live the best life that you can every time that you wake up in the morning and you say, what wonderfully exciting thing is going to happen to me today? And uh, Roxanne is probably one of the best people on the planet to be able to talk to you about that. And so I'm just thrilled that you're here, Roxanne. Thank you for coming. Uh, thank you so much for having me, Kevin. It's just really an honor. So I'm just excited to have this beautiful conversation in this beautiful space with you. It is just so cool that uh, there are there are people on this planet that are really special. And then there are people on this planet that are really, really, really special. And you are one of the uh, global leaders in, in many things, a new thought movement. You're a shaman. You do, you have, I, <laughs> I didn't want to go through them all, but I counted up how many coaching certificates you have. And you have like, I'm not sure it's either 13 or 14. Um, <laughs> Around that. Yeah. And, and still evolving. <laughs> <laughs> still growing and still working at it and and stuff tell our audience what it is that you if you call if and talk to you what do you do to help people yeah absolutely and thank you kevin and i really want to you know expand on this a little more in about people's specialness because everybody is just as equally as special as another and some of us just have different sacred purposes than others and some of us are meant to be serving at a global level and some of us are meant to be serving our communities or to be serving agriculture or the animal kingdom so i want to thank you for such a beautiful introduction and the work that I do is to be able to bring our multi-dimensionality and harmonize it. And what that means is that as human beings, we're not just a physical vessel. We are a, an emotional vessel. We have an intellectual body, which is, you know, within our, within our head. And then we have that beautiful intellectual body that sits in our heart and within our gut. So we work with the intellectual bodies and then we work with the energetics and the spiritual bodies. And for the majority of people, what happens as they are going through their journey, they don't understand what's preventing them from moving forward. And it all stems from somewhere either in their childhood, in their adolescent life, or even in past generations. So when we talk about, you know, ancestors and healing that transgenerational healing, it can also stem from that. So sometimes we bring in belief systems that really aren't ours or created by us, such as, you know, financial abundance, love abundance and healthy relationships, health, all of these things. So what we do is we take all of these experiences and we take all of these, what we call wounds, which I call open energy portals. And we bring a beautiful harmony to all the bodies so that we're actually running on a daily basis in our optimal state of being because the majority of us are either just running in our physical body and we're negating the other three aspects of who we are or we're doing two and the other two or just you know sometimes we're just not actually even aware of what our physical or emotional or intellectual or spiritual body is capable of it's amazing to me the numbers of people who don't put stock or recognize that we are energetic beings having a physical experience 
And so energy is a great big deal for us because that's how we really uh, operate on that level versus, you know, just being uh, a physical body, which most of us are trained from the early parts of our life that we are just this little bag of water that, that is, is, an, is alone and independent and has got all these issues. But we don't, a lot of us don't understand that we are part of a much bigger deal than we can possibly imagine. Am I, am I overstating that? No, Kevin, and that is such a beautiful thing because the majority of what we are and the entity of who we are is energy. And we have, you know, several main energy centers throughout our body. And then we have thousands of little energy conductors throughout our body, which we refer to as the meridians. And when we understand from science and from religious structures is that we are made of energy and it has been proven in quantum and measurable science that we do actually have a soul essence. So knowing that we have a soul in it, like that soul essence, which is made of energy, it means in science and in, you know, in the religious structures that we've seen is that science says and stipulates that energy never dies. So when we understand that energy never dies, so the frequency in the vibration in which we are never dies, that means that that energy has lived for countless of life cycles. And it doesn't mean that it's come through the reincarnation process, but it means that it has lived countless of energetic life cycles. And we have just discovered that we have this beautiful soul memory, which is connected to our energetic body. And it's actually the third strand of our DNA, which we call and refer to as the triple helix. So we don't just have two DNA strands, we actually have three. So we're understanding so much more about ourselves and the energy that we carry within us. So our energy is where all of our dis-ease, so, you know, discomfort, diseases, anything of that nature, body aches, pains, emotionality, all of these things have infrastructures within our cellular complex, what I like to call it. So it's like these little imprints, these little disruptions that happen with everything that we experience throughout our lifetime where it then shows up into the physical body or the emotional or the intellectual body as a symptom, such as anxiety, such as depression, such as body aches, autoimmune diseases, progressive illnesses. Now, I'm not a doctor. Never have been a doctor, never claimed to be a doctor. But I do want to tell you a couple of stories, and you tell me whether or not I these stories that I've been gifted are really possibly true. And that is this. I interviewed a gentleman, and, and his his name is um, Mr. Schnabel. He has a daughter. His daughter was 27 years old, had a baby, and uh, they actually had to have the baby a little early because she was having complications. She was having problems with her digestive system. Well, they, they go in and they find out she has stage four um, colon cancer. Her baby was one month old when that discovery was made because the family and the energy that they brought together and all focused eat on the healing that needed to take place with her. And they, they formed this impenetrable little fortress of energy that they were working with each other. I got to, I got to the rare opportunity to interview that one month old child who is now 17 and his mom was sitting next to him. And it was, it was a heartfelt thing because they, you could see 
the love that they had for each other and the caring. And I believe that that had a role in her healing. Am I, am I nuts? No. And that's exactly what it is. And what we understand is that perceptions and the way that, you know, whatever we allow within the vicinity of our energy will affect the way that we conduct ourselves and the way that we heal ourselves. And it's, you know, I can really attribute this to like a physical wound when, you know, we open a wound up on our physical body. If we have this, you know, this gaping wound and then we shove a rock in it, you know, we see that that rock is causing the disruption within the flesh, within the bodily system. It either affects the like, you know, the bloodstream, it can poison the bloodstream and cause an infection within the body. So we know that from the physical aspect, because we can physically and we can tangibly see it. But the same thing happens at the cellular complex at the energetic complex. So when we shield ourselves, and we go into this protective state of protective light, and we call in that healing light, it is very powerful. It's the most powerful thing that we have in this planetary system because it's beyond what we can comprehend in our unconsciousness. So it's not something that we think about on a daily basis or that we feel, but every single day we are receiving frequencies and vibrations of you know divine source, God, creator, universe, whatever that may be for someone. We're always consistently receiving that beautiful light energy it's us that begins to deflect it with other things. And then that causes those disruptions to happen. So when you are going through a healing process and you concentrate and your focus is on solely healing and healing together and doing it with love, compassion, and believing and trusting and surrendering, it's a way greater impact than someone who doesn't have the mindset and the capability to be able to be in that state of receivership of the healing light that's coming through. So you know, I'm sure that you've also witnessed throughout your life that people that have struggled with progressive illnesses and depending on how they react to it, depending on how they treat their body, depending where their mindset is and how they feel about themselves, they either have a very successful, you know, state of going into a remission or they go into a very progressive declination. And I've seen this working in a cancer center and it's been proven in countless studies is that the way that we think, the way that we feel and what we subject ourselves to has a very great impact on our healing. Brings up an interesting question. That means that do we have the ability, if we decide that our time here is done and we want to go further on without living further on, we can control that a little bit. Is that true? Well, I think that when we think about it, we we know that we have the power of choice because if we think about those that have taken their lives or that have, you know, come to that conclusion that they're they're ready to leave the earthly plane, that they had the power of choice to do so. So what we believe in shamanism and shamanism is not religion in any way. It's just about our own connection to our own spirituality, our own spirit. And what we believe is that 80% is predestined and 20% is free will. So that means that we always continuously have a choice. Some people believe that it's 100% free will and some people believe that it's 100% predestined. So when we understand that we're given all of these little life paths and we have a choice, everything is a choice in life. Do I eat this? You know, do I step into this relationship? Do I take this career opportunity? We are always presented with a beautiful choice and it's up to us to decide which path we want to take. So 
if somebody doesn't want to be on this earth plane, I don't believe personally believe that we should ever take our life because that's not divine timing. That is a forceful action that is happening. But some people, when they're in that state, there is no logic. There is no clear thinking. It's just something they feel they need to do. And, or they feel like this, you know, this world is just too much for them and they just, they just can't handle it emotionally or mentally. So that's a conscious decision that they're making, but it's a very illogical because most people that come into that state of where it's like that more manic, you know, depression where they're really contemplating their life. They're at a very different intellectual capacity in that now moment. It's almost like they're not quite themselves in that moment because they can't think beyond what they're feeling in the moment. So they're not able to see that tomorrow may be a better day or in a week or in a year, things may be, you know, may progress and become more beautiful throughout their journey. They're just in that painful present moment in that moment. And that's very hard for for some folks, for all of us, to be going through all of the, of the pain that that, that that is. But I wanted to, to uh, touch bases with you on another topic, which is near and dear to my heart, because I believe, as you do, that there's a, there's a percentage of, of free will. We have a choice that we get to make. But there are signs, and there are signposts that we are given throughout our life that, that tell us, this is the way that we think that you should go. Now it's up to you what you do, but this is a opportunity that we're going to put before you. And so you have the opportunity to be able to say, I think I'll do that. Or I don't do that. Why do so many of us not believe that that's possible? And how can we convince people that it's real? If it is real, you tell me. Right. And I, it is because we're always consistently being guided throughout our journey. And you know, life happens and life progresses and we go through all of these trials and tribulations and we attribute them to life happening to us and not life happening for us. Therefore, what we do a lot of the times and when I work with clients is they shut off their intuition, they shut off their connection to their emotions and the connection to their soul guidance. So when we are working with you know, our main energy chakra system. And a lot of people, what happens is that the crown, so the the energy conductor that's sitting on top of the head and the one that's in their third eye, and a lot of times the one that's in their solar plexus where their intuitive knowingness is, is very condensed and very blocked and has a lot of misplaced energy because everything that has progressed throughout their life, they literally allowed it to be placed within them as significance or in order to affect their next decision. So we are consistently being guided. There are so many coincidences and synchronicities that we refer to, I call them small miracles that are always showing us the way, yet spirit doesn't lead our life, They that we have that sovereignty over our own being. So it's up to us to make the decision to either lean into that knowingness and trust where we're being guided, or we resist it, and then we end up down this path that really and that moment doesn't feel like it served us, but it did serve us in a, in a sense because it allowed us to attain wisdom and experience from going down that pathway. But it was almost like a little bit of a delay to actually where we're being guided. But the destination itself will be the same because what we believe is 80% is predestined. But how you get there is that is that free will. So I think that it's really important to understand is that 
the more that we learn to trust ourselves. And if we can't trust ourselves or we feel like it's woo-woo to trust ourselves, that's because of conditioning and programming that has happened that we have never been taught to actually connect with our highest self, be able to connect with our intuition and our instinctual senses. It has just been proven in measurable science that we actually make more accurate decisions than our cognitive intelligence. And that is, you know, I think that speaks volume. So when we deny our gut, we, there's a lot of symptoms that happen with that. You know, a lot of depression can happen from that. Digestive systems can happen from that. So it's to understand that all of our serotonin, pretty much 95% of our serotonin lives in our bowels. And when we don't trust our instincts and our intuitiveness, it really has an effect within our serotonin levels. So most people that are suffer from depression, a lot of them is because they have been negating their emotions, pressurizing their emotions, disconnecting from their emotions, and disconnecting from their knowingness, their soul essence. You are so smart. It's it's scary. <laughs> I had, but I want now if you're sitting in your car and you're having your lunch, and um, I want to ask you a question. I want you to go back into the mists of time to your sometime in your life that happened before. And I want you to think about a moment in time where you had a decision to make and the decision was brought to you and it was clear that, that, that you had a decision to make and you had the opportunity to make it, whether you made it for the right, for the good, for your best advantage or for something that was less than that, you had that opportunity. Think about that for a second, because we all have had that. It's part of our DNA. It's part of who we are. It's part of our journey. Um, I had that happen to me when I was 23 years old. I, and I ended up um, having a clear choice. I could either go home or I could go sit down. And I was at Green River Community College, and I could sit down and talk to the professor. And I ended up joining theater arts and was in three different plays, and I got to be a disc jockey, and I found my wife and married that. And, and none of that would have happened had I made a different choice, different decision. And it was clear as to what I should do, and my gut told me what I should do. And if I dis discounted that, I would have, I would still be here, but my life would be totally different. And uh, and I wouldn't, and I can pretty much tell you that you would not be listening to me on the radio talking to Roxanne right now had I made that different choice. It was that clear. Do we all get that? Absolutely. We all get those hits, but we tend to go into the state of denial and we go into that ego state and we go into our logical senses and we try and make factual sense of why we would feel that way. And you'll see with a lot of people when they come to make a decision is that they're struggling between their mind, heart, and gut. They're always, there's there's some conflict, but usually the heart and gut is very interconnected and is very on the same page, but it's the logical senses and where we go. And, you know, the ego's job is to protect us and it is an incredible brain mechanism and it's doing its job beautifully, but it does it too well, where it tries to think of every other scenario, which is, you know, 95% of it is psychological fear, which would never come to fruition. And it takes us off this path of our knowingness, 
when we come into knowing this, it's about trusting and surrendering to where we're being guided. Trusting and surrendering is not making a decision out of fear of scarcity and lack, a fear of change or scarcity that, you know, you may not have enough finances in order to survive tomorrow. This is what we make our decisions based on because of the constructs of the world today. But when we go into our intuitive knowingness and when we go into that state of surrender, we know that everything is always provided for us. And it doesn't mean that it's going to provide what you think you need. It's going to provide you with exactly what you need. So it's a really key component when we start going into this place of surrendering because then we're not living in these high states of stress and these high states of fear where fear is literally dictating our life and our ego is leading our life opposed to being soul-led. So that changes everything. Instead everything. Of, instead of living your life in fear and, and, and waiting for the next quote unquote shoe to drop, you're now excited about the next shoe that's going to drop because it's going to be positive rather than being in fear. And so you can, you can, you can know that and you can rest in that. And that that's, that's, a, that's a really cool way to live your life, isn't it? It is so beautiful because when we trust, when we trust and we live in that state of knowingness and we can get wrapped up in everything that's happening around the world, but it's not serving us. When we can come from this place and have this emotional regulation where we can just become the observers, the seers, and be able to witness it for what it is, it becomes a very different lifestyle because we're not submersing ourselves into low densities. We're keeping ourselves in a very high vibrational frequency frequency, which aligns us to more high vibrational frequency, you know, matters. And that means other human connections, intimate love connections, business successes. This is what we talk about when we speak about wealth, health, and love energetics. So if your energetics are at a low density, because you're living your life out of fear, your life would not be the same if you were living in a high vibrational frequency where everything that you're attracting is in the exact alignment that it's intended to. And when you come to this, this frequency, it is such a beautiful place to be because everything that you're trying to manifest for your life, it doesn't become a forceful action. It becomes a soft action with continuous, you know, momentum, but it's all about kind of elevating that vibrational frequency. That is what the law of attraction really is. So when we understand what true manifestation is, it's not just thinking and, you know, hoping it's going to happen. It's visualizing, thinking it, feeling it within every entity of your fiber of your being, knowing that you are worthy of what's about to come. Because a lot of us live in our wounds where we don't feel worthy for the things that we're trying to attract into our life, the healthy relationships relationship, the financial success, you know, the, the great health. A lot of us aren't in that vibrational frequency, even though we want to be, we're still not there because there's belief systems that are happening in a subconscious mind that are saying, you're not worthy of good love. You don't deserve good love. You're not really that great of a person or, you know, your person isn't out there or you, you can't really be a millionaire. Can you really see yourself being a millionaire and being successful? All of these little things happen within within the mind, within the subconscious mind that we're not even aware of within our conscious. And so we discount or disregard some of the feelings and some of the uh, intuition that we have been granted because, oh, that can't happen to me. I'm That always happens to somebody else, that good stuff. I always get the bad stuff. Um, 
and we 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 can get by, we can get past that. And matter of fact, what we're going to do in the second half of the show is we're going to give the audience some tips on how they can get past that and to really live life the way it was designed to be. Let me repeat that: the way it was designed to be an exciting wonderful experience that you can grow and you can really enjoy every moment that you're here. Um, that's, I believe the design that we should be at and that, that is, that is out there for us to have if we choose it. Am I right? That's right. It's all there for the power of choice. Just like we had the choice to make, you know, a tea or a coffee today or have, you know, cereal or toast for breakfast. Like it's all about choice. So we can either choose to live a life of, peace and of happiness and true fulfillment of inner happiness and true fulfillment or we can continuously live on this uh, fear trajectory so we're going to talk about how you can live a life of choice and a life of love when we come back from this we're talking to roxanne uh Chaput. is that did i say that close you got it. <laughs> <laughs> and you can go to uh, Rox- Roxanne Chaput and dot com, and you can find out all about her. It's a beautiful website, by the way, and, and you've, done, you've done so many things, and you can help people. And so if you are interested in going there, look at her work. We're also going to talk about the illumination retreats that you do, which are just, I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. And you're, you're listening to Positive Talk Radio on KKNW 1150 AM, and we'll be right the back after these messages. Hello, everybody. If I could have your attention, please. I have an important announcement to make just for you. As you may know, PTR is heard and seen on radio, KKNW, and now Kixie, several websites, podcasts, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and most social media. At PTR, we believe in working together to make the world a better place. And because you're listening, we know that you're dedicated to the same. So we'd like to support your efforts by offering an outstanding multimedia package for you at a deeply discounted rate. As our partner, you'll receive commercial creation, both video and audio, at least 10 commercial plays per week, a monthly show to highlight your business and passion, exclusive website positioning with links, video shorts for social media, commercial plays on all shows, podcasts, KKNW, and Kixie. Your commercial is embedded into each episode and as a podcast is sent to over 50 different platforms. All shows are performed live and sent to Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter and stay there forever. Your podcast episodes are provided to you to use as you see fit. This one-time offer is only $250 a week based on a 13-week commitment. And as our partner, we are vested in your success and will do everything in our power to make it happen. However, there are limited spots available, so don't hesitate. Please email me at kevin at kmmedia.pro and let's get the ball rolling. When you want to say more than words communicate, you can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. anaturaldesign.com at your fingertips today. 
Hey there. I would personally like to thank you for making Positive Talk Radio part of your day. Whether you like podcasts or the radio show, we're glad to have you along. I'd love to hear from you with thoughts about the show and ways that we can make it even better. You are the reason we do these shows, because the more people we can touch, the better we can make the planet and our time here just magnificent. Please contact me, Kevin, at kmmedia.pro with any thoughts, comments, or suggestions. And thank you for being in my dream. And welcome, everybody, back to Positive Talk Radio. My name is Kevin McDonald, and I've got a great guest for you today. And we are going to, dare I say it, in this half hour, we're going to change your life. If you want to, you can, and we are going to help you do it because we're going to give you some tools and some tips on how you can make all of that happen. Our guest today is uh, Roxanne Chapu. She is a wonderful shaman. She's delightful she knows her stuff she's world renowned at what she does and she can help you uh, in a myriad of ways in fact we are going to open up the phone lines if nathan would be so kind if you're close nathan can you give us a phone number absolutely and if you're watching you can see them on the screen right there but for the people that are listening on the radio you can just give us a call at 425-373-5527 or toll free line is also one 1- 888-298-5569. Again, 425-373-5527 or toll-free at 1-888-298-5569. And we'll keep this up here a little bit longer on the video feed as well to give you some time to write it down and uh, have it ready just in case you feel the motivation to call in. I just love the advent of modern technology. We can do so much with it, and we can provide such wonderful uh, guidance and stuff, and it's it's really cool and really important. So, if you are sitting there in your car having your Big Mac, and or your McNuggets or whatever you're having, and you are, you've been debating, you've been, you have this issue, you've got this thing rolling around in your head, and it's been there for a while. The reason that you're listening to this program is because this is your opportunity to talk to Roxanne, who can really genuinely give you some tips and some advice on how you can change the paradigm from one of being negative and awful to some, something that can really lead you on a better path. And um, I am, I really, you know, I, you know, we say this a lot, Roxanne is like, Oh, come on, give us a call. But I really mean it. You can really help and you can, you can really help somebody who is genuinely suffering at this moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we're here to serve one another and we're here to help one another and facilitate different perspectives so that we can have different perceptions of the world and the challenges that we're undergoing. So it's just a powerful thing to know that we have other people around us that are willing to help us through anything that we go through in life, because more than likely they've been through something themselves and they understand, you know, they're coming from a place of compassion, of empathy, and being able to really offer guidance from understanding from being in it to then, you know, coming from it and expanding from there. It's kind of like, you know, we can really attribute this to 
being this beautiful phoenix that just rises from the ashes and becomes victorious over their journey and when you're in it this this at times doesn't feel possible but it really is the possibility and it definitely can happen for absolutely everyone i've discovered in my in my life that i've been hanging around now for a little while that when we start talking about dysfunctionality within families dysfunctionality within your person we all to one degree or another, are dysfunctional. Now, okay, maybe something that happened to us when we were a child or a teenager or something, and uh, we can blame it on somebody else, but that's not going to do us any good. We have to get through it ourselves, and, and sometimes it's hard to get through it yourself without a guidance, without a coach, without somebody to give you some tips, and that's what we're going to do right now. So give us a call if you have Um, something that is on your heart that is something you really want to um, talk to and promise we won't tell anybody else this will be just between us (laughs) i love it (laughs) (laughs) so and that's that's you do a lot of that on your on your podcast too don't you yes absolutely and i think that the purpose is, is to really understand is that when you're in something, you know, a coach or a guide or anything of that nature, a mentor can really be able to identify your blind spots and be able to see it from a bird's eye perspective. And it's like when you're in something, when you're in the motion of it and, you know, your mindset isn't quite there, it's like you're in this jar and you're trying to read the label from inside the jar. It's it's physically impossible to be able to see it from that perspective. And then when we have this little moment of clarity, this little aha moment that just connects with us, it shifts the paradigm. It shifts everything within us because something that we were so fixated on in our mindset becomes very expansive and understanding that it's beyond that. It's not actually the issue. There's a root of the issue. We're just seeing the symptoms and we can't continuously just band-aid the symptoms. We're not actually resolving or removing the root of the issue. You know, it's interesting. Sometimes uh, when we do these shows, we have uh, folks will call in that uh, we'll have a psychic medium on as an example mm-hmm. and or a, a, um, some, a psychic and, and they'll, and people will say, okay, so What's going to happen to me for the next six months or how am I going to get through this? But people can do that for themselves, can't they? Absolutely. And everyone has some type of clear gift. And that's the incredible thing about our intellectual body, our mind, our brain and mind connection is absolutely powerful. And we all have these receptivities and these gifts. Some of them you know, we're going to be a little bit more of an expert in in some of those kind of those techniques and those strategies. But it's really to understand that we all have that intuitiveness, we all feel energy, we all can be able to understand what's happening around us. We just have to be able to tune into the frequency that it that it is emanating on. So, you know, we can't be on an AM radio frequency looking for that song that's on the fm radio frequency it would just never come into that alignment so when we tune in when we can come into a place of focus that is when we can be able to expand and when you when you talk with mediums you talk with anyone that has a clear gift is that you know how they're using their clear gift and they're trying to master it it takes practice a lot of the times it just happens they're like oh my goodness like I didn't know it was a medium and all of a sudden I saw my dead grandmother in my living room and then it started to open me up, right? So 
or psychic abilities, they're like, oh, I didn't know that that's what that was. I didn't know those intuitive hits or that knowledge was actually being channeled to me. I just thought it was something that my mind was creating when in fact it has actually been some of your psychic abilities. So it's really important to understand that everyone has the capability to tap into this, what you want to, you know, grow in expertise or what is, you know, assigned to your own sacred purpose and design, especially for you is going to be unique to every individual, but we all have the capability that is the capability of our mind. So when we talk about our brain, our brain is the mechanism within our skull, but our mind is the connection to infinite intelligence and of you know that infinite love source connection where it's always having information channeled in from the universe everything is interconnected in this beautiful energy grid that happens throughout not just you know our universe or the metaverse but the omniverse how difficult is it because i know you've studied this quite a bit how difficult is it for people that have passed on that are on the other side they vibrate at a higher frequency than we do um how, how difficult is it for them to lower their frequency and for us to raise our frequency so that we can connect? Yeah, and I think this is a really beautiful thing. And in, in being a shaman is that once we clear the energy around us, that is when we're actually able to receive a little bit more of the information. And a lot of the time, spirit energy is always wanting to connect. It is always there trying to connect with us. We're just not tuning into that to that frequency in which they're trying to emit. So you know, being a shaman for me, it's I go into these journeys and I travel the spiritual realms and I go and do what we call cycle pumping is where we bring those that have passed, which is they kind of reside in this middle world, we call it the lost world. And we bring them through to the veil so that they can actually go through their transformational process or transitional period and go into their state of reincarnation and doesn't mean to this planetary system, but even to other, you know, places within the galactic universe. So, it's really important to be able to understand that it can just happen. You, you know, like when you start clearing and you start, you know, tuning in and you start realizing that, you know, there's a little bit more to life, things start coming to you in that sense. And you have to be very intentional of what you allow in your energy field also, because everything and anything is always trying to connect with you. You know, you go to the mall and how many people after leaving the mall just have this massive energy drain and they just don't understand why they feel so fatigued. It's because that energy is always in constant communication with your auric field within your energy field. And the same happens with those that have passed. Hold on, I, put, I muted myself by accident. Um, I got to ask you then, because um, two years ago, my brother passed. Uh, he had stage four lung cancer. Um, a year later, my mother passed, and she just passed. You know, it was quite beautiful, actually, because she just passed. I don't feel grief for them. And the reason that I don't is because I know they're not dead. I know where they are. I know that there are living life that they either didn't expect in one case or didn't believe they deserved in another case. And yet I know that they're doing really well. Is that just me fantasizing that? No, absolutely not. And I really want to speak to that because those that pass that have, you know, what we talk about the lost souls is a lot of times they won't leave the middle world because they don't have closure or they're waiting for a loved one before they pass the veil. And what we understand is that it's only our ego within this 
physical plane within the linear plane that we really have these sensations that we're not worthy of, you know, being in these beautiful places of peace and serenity when the actuality is, is that we are made of pure divination of perfection of light. So when we understand that, this experience that was shaped into this lifetime was there to have those exact experiences and to extract that wisdom so that you could, you know, live a life and have three kids or whatever you chose to set out to do on your path. But at the end of the day, it's, it's has nothing to do with the ego. When we pass, the ego releases itself. It can't stay with us because it's a physical capacity within the physical body. So it doesn't, it doesn't transition with us. So for those that are, you know, going into the veil and a lot of the times or the afterlife or heaven, however that they may refer to it as, is that when we go through death and dying ceremonies as shamans, so when I have clients that are on the deathbed or that are ready to have that transitional period, we bring them through a death and dying ceremony so that they understand what the afterlife is. And when, when they understand why they came here, and they meet with the creator, divine source of light, and they understand what they came to experience, there becomes such a beautiful peace and serenity that overcomes them because they understand that they actually made the choice to have these experiences. And now they're going through another beautiful transitional period where they can choose something different for their learnings on the next time, either they come back to the earth plane or they go back into, you know, experience a little bit more astral projections and like the galaxy traveling. So it really is just dependent. And when we realize, and when they go into this place of the afterlife or heaven, whatever that may be, it's filled with infinite love, unconditional love. Like it's overwhelming. It brings you to tears because it's just so beautiful. And I've been through the ceremony myself countless times and it's just so powerful that they don't want to come back because the stresses and the worries that we have in this physical body, nobody wants to feel those sensations when you have, when you feel the polarity of that, when you feel the opposite of what that is. But we signed up to have an experience. So it's important that we come and we fulfill those contracts. But that feeling, they're like, I'm not, I'm not afraid to pass anymore because now they understand they're still sad that they're not physically going to be in the presence of their loved ones, but they've surrendered their fears. They surrendered because now they have a undeniable knowingness opposed to the unknown. It's it really is amazing. If you if you go on the you know, go to YouTube and to listen to near-death experience people that and there are many, many that get to have a conversation on the other side, and they, to a person, I have yet to hear one of them say, well, you know, I know that car accident was bad, and it's going to pay a year before I feel better again, but I really want to go back. I didn't, all of them are saying, what do you mean I have to go back? I don't want to go back there. I've already been there. It wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be, and so and I don't want to be in a bunch of pain. So, And I've learned my lessons. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm really happy now. Really, honestly, I'm happy. Let me stay. You know, uh, and, we're, and, and, and we're really and we're really taught to look at uh, death and loss as a very traumatic thing. But when we think about the traditions that have happened over 100,000 years ago to even, you know, 10,000 years ago, is that we carried a celebration of life. There was a grieving process, of course it was, because that person wasn't on this physical plane anymore, but it was a celebration of their life, celebrating their next transitional period, knowing that they are in such 
a beautiful place and that we are going to reconnect at some point because that is part of your soul pod, your soul tribe. I don't want anybody to grieve for me when I go because I, I'm going to be in a much better place and I'm still going to be connected to this place. So it's kind of like the best of both worlds. And it, it really is. And my, my kids and everybody that, I'm, that is surrounding in my life and the hundreds of people that I've got to know through this show and stuff, I, it's, you know, I'm okay. I can, I can do any of that because I know it's, and for me, you know, I don't know about you. I'm sure you have the same feeling as I do, which is that I don't believe, I don't have faith that I'm going to a better place. I know. I trust and I know. So when you take the faith out of it, the, the gosh, I really hope. I, I used to go to lunch with breakfast with a guy and, uh, he would, uh, he wasn't, he, he never did anything spiritually minded, but uh, except when he would sit down and have a meal and he would pray. And I would ask him, okay, so, you know, why are you praying? And he said, well, I'm just covering my bases uh, to, to make sure that if, you know, so I get to go to heaven and, and stuff. So he had it all wrong. It wasn't a matter of that. It was a matter of we all get to go um to the same place we're all part of the same family that's why one of the things that i say is that we're all one because go ahead and yeah and then even as soul energy we still have you know sovereignty over our own soul essence so we actually have a choice if we're going to actually go to the afterlife or we can stay in the abyss and the lost world what we call it and that's why we see some of our you know the ones that have passed that have stayed there and interestingly enough is that my like my godfather just passed away yesterday and i just received the news today and he just you know was found in his garage had a severe heart attack and of course i'm grieving because i'm grieving you know him and that's important to be able to go through that grieving process but i know that he's in such a beautiful place and that's what brings me that sense of peace and that i know that i'm going to reconnect with him but you know, the memories and the experiences have been such a beautiful treasure. And that's what we need to treasure. That's what we need to remember, because it's those experiences, those learnings and those teachings that have allowed us to be where we are in our journey in this now moment. So it's a really powerful thing when we change our perception, where we view things as life is happening for us and it's not happening to us and we have the control we have the power to be able to step into that embodiment and step into that knowingness that we are here for a reason we were not designed or created by accident we are here exactly in the timeline that we needed to be and it just needs to be what that is and when we come back to that state of remembrance right? It's not even reconnecting or discovering. It's a state of remembrance because when we remember who we innately are, everything shifts within our life. You know, and Neil Donald Walsh, he even put it, he put it exactly that way. And he even added to it. We, we spend our life remembering who we really are to become part of the, the, the group as a whole, because we're working to remember. Does that make sense? That's right. And we're here to remember. And the thing is, is that when we came into the earth plane as, you know, small little babies and as beautiful children, 
we see the resiliency, we see the joy, we see the happiness, we see that they don't take impact on everything that has happened in their life from a certain span. And then eventually they become programmed to believe and to think and to feel and to act in the way that everybody else does. But in that short period of window between ages zero to six, they are the most innocent. They trust themselves, they believe in themselves, they love themselves, they know who they innately are. And they like, there's no doubt that there's heaven. There's no doubt that they're, that they're connected. They just know it's a profound knowingness. And we just have to come back into that state of remembrance. Yep. We spend the first six years knowing all that stuff. And then we spend the rest of the 60 or 70 years trying to forget it. <laughs> well, we alchemize it. We alchemize those teachings and those learnings and we grow from it. <laughs> yes. And, I, and that's, that's the whole intent. And that's, that's the whole reason that I believe that we're here is to have the experiences that we chose to have before we got here so that we can lay out the plan for what our life was going to be. And it's, so it doesn't mean it's going to be all uh, uh, sunshine and rainbows. There are days when it's not. And that's also by design because in, in on the other side where there's just love, you don't get the opportunity to experience hate as an example or, bullying. or anger or frustration. Right. So yeah. And we're and we're here to experience our emotionality. We're here as human beings. We have over 27 different emotions and we need to be able to experience every single one of them. And life is not lived if we're not, you know, experiencing that. There's no such thing as just rainbows and butterflies. We need to have that polarity. We need to have the duality of our emotions to appreciate right? It's like if you were driving along and you always saw the same mountain range and the same rainbow every day, you will learn to become unappreciative of its presence. But when, you know, you drive upon it and you see it once in a while, it's like, wow, that's just like, it's all striking because it's so beautiful. The same happens with our emotional body. I have enjoyed this conversation immensely, and I hope that you have at home as well. Uh, Roxanne Chaput is with us, and uh, if you would like to, I, we've got uh, about two minutes left, Roxanne, and I'm going to allow you, I'm not going to allow you to do anything. You can do anything you want. <laughs> I, I, I would love for you to tell our audience anything that you would like them to know. Yeah, I think the most important thing here is just to really listen to where you're being guided and trust yourself. You have the truth within you and we just have to start believing in ourselves. And the moment that you start believing in your innate self, your authentic self, everything around you just becomes a little bit more impactful and more powerful around you. And that is just the mere reflection of who you actually are on the inside. You know, I, I, Gave that a pause because that, that's a very important statement that you made. And I, I'll tell you, I've done a lot of these uh, interviews. I've been doing them for a long time. And I always know when I've touched somebody or somebody's touched me and it's been a legitimately a wonderful experience. And that, that I always feel energized by the shows that we do together. You are, you are sensational. You Simply are amazing, Kevin. Thank you. And if you need some help with something, go to her website, contact her. She can help. Roxanne Chaput, and that's uh, dot com, and she can really help you. Or go to her podcast. Where, where can they find the podcast? On any podcasting platform, and it's Soul to Soul with Roxanne. 
soul to soul with roxanne and and she's gonna she's i'm gonna make her she's gonna have to have me on there one of these days oh you're coming <laughs> very soon <laughs> and i want to thank you very much for being here i'd like to thank everybody for listening to us today and um i hope that we made a difference in 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 your life i really do um because it's important for us to be able to do that and i will be back at three o'clock on kixie 8 80 a.m today with uh, another great gal and her name is um uh and uh and uh, oh her name is ann come on <laughs> anyway be kind to one another because each other's all we've got i'll see you at three o'clock mm-hmm.